It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. been around the baseball game and been around the ballpark you know what that introduction is he was the first overall pick in the 1990 draft he was drafted by the Atlanta Braves he made his major league debut in 1993 he played his entire career with one organization he won the National League MVP in 1999 he's an eight-time all-star two-time silver slugger award winner He also won a batting title in 2008. He was also inducted into the college, I mean, excuse me, the Major League Hall of Fame in 2018. His name is Larry Wayne Jones, but we know him as Chippa, Chippa Jones, Chippa Jones, joining us on the Vaqueros Cafe in Cantina Hotline. I know when you hear that song, you probably already clicking your heels. You got your bat ready to go and ready to get it going on. What's up, Chip? Oh, man, i just getting done strapping on my batting gloves, man. That's what <laughs> I knew I knew what you heard that song right there. You was going to get hyped. <laughs> it's funny. I got uh, I got three kids playing, you know, uh, baseball and whatnot. And they, you know, whether they're four, they're six or they're they're 12, like the oldest is still still here at the house. They still got a, that walk up song and inadvertently. Every lineup has one dude that, that uh, has crazy train walking up to the plate. It's pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. And I know you're over there spitting out tobacco ready to go and got your gloves and strapped up ready to play. And I love it. I love it, man. It's here, man. Opening day is here. You're back with the Atlanta Braves. You've been a special consultant, a hitting consultant with the squad uh, during this entire time. And it's been kind of fun watching this young Atlanta Braves team develop. And the one thing that I've been talking about, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing this more often now, the Atlanta Braves have kind of given the blueprint on locking up guys. I just said it. You played your entire career with the Atlanta Braves, and the Braves are trying to keep that nucleus together. How was spring training, and how fun is it to watch this team? Spring training was a blast. Um, you know, it, it's it, it's really exciting. As, as one of the first ones who was ever, you know, locked up early, um, you know, uh, I can just remember my, my second year coming in and, you know, I think the, the major league minimum my rookie year was a hundred thousand dollars Yep. Uh, and getting, you know, re-ups right there at the end of my rookie season and, and getting a five-year deal and knowing that I was going to make like 800,000 and that, you know, in my second year, that's, that was big for me, you know. I mean, uh, especially coming off the strike, man. I had a I had a job. I was yep. working at a radio station here in Atlanta, you know, during the strike just to just to pay the bills. So um, to have that kind of security 
for these young guys is, you know, really a feather in their cap. Obviously, uh, the price of inflation over the last <laughs> 30 years has gone way up. Um, but these young guys continue to prove to, you know, the city of Atlanta and all of baseball that, hey, we know we're a part of something special and we want to be a part of it for a long time. We want to, you know, try and rival the, the run that, that we had during the during the 90s and early 2000s. And, and this organization is set up for, for the long run. And you could be looking at a team once we get healthy. And I mean, you know, uh, getting uh, Kyle Wright back and Mike Soroka back and Rizal Iglesias back off the I.L., which shouldn't be a big deal, and, and getting Ronald Acuna back into the swing of things. This could be the best team that, that the Braves have had during this run, maybe ever. Yeah, and every time I look at them, and, and Rod and I talk a lot about this, you got Charlie Morton still throwing that sinker heavy as possible, and then you got these these young players. You made a big move to go get Sean Murphy at catcher, who is a young guy but can really pull it. And then you got the middle infielders that are back together. You had to make an adjustment, obviously, when you lost Dab- Dabney Swanson. But you got Von Grissom that is going to make a big role and have a lot of uh, time there once he gets rolling again. And then, of course, you got the rookie of the year, Michael Harris, doing his thing. This is an exciting group of uh, of players that will, like you said, that will be around for quite some time. Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, I mean, you could literally, you could literally roll a number of the dice and have one of four or five players in this lineup be in consideration for an MVP. Yep. You know, we, you know what Ronald Acuna can do. Um, Matt Olson has had a monster spring. Um, he's certainly capable. Uh, Riley at third base, mm-hmm. you know, he's been finished in the top three in the MVP. Mike Harris won the, uh, won the rookie of the year last year. Um, is certainly a budding superstar. Um, you can go right on down the line, not to mention, you know, some of the, some of the good young pitchers. And I, you know, even though Kyle Wright, uh, is going to start the season on the IL. Mike, uh, Michael Sirocco will be in AAA. Ian Anderson will be in AAA. We got two young lefties coming out of nowhere mm-hmm. that anybody has ever heard of. And Schuster and Dodd, they're going to start the season. Uh, going to start two of the first five games of the season and probably get two or three starts um, before some other guys, you know, get back healthy that have been very impressive this spring. I know it's spring training, Mm -hmm. but these guys, you know, being young, have showed a lot of poise, knowing that they could be in the running, but really separated themselves as as spring training went along and and go ahead and make the team. And and with this ball club and the offensive runs that they're going to score during the course of the year, they're going to make a lot of pitchers look good. Yeah, no doubt about it. And they're going to play some good defense behind them as well. And that's the most important part, especially when you have those young guys on the mound. We're talking to Hall of Mm -hmm. Famer Chipper Jones right now. And, Chipper, you sit back and you look at the season of uh, last year. The Braves end up losing to the Phillies. Phillies end up beating the San Diego Padres, who – 
Prior to that, the, they beat the Dodgers, which hardly ever happens. The Houston Astros, go ahead, Rod. Go Strolls! There he is. Uh, the Strolls go out there and get another another big victory, another World Series championship. As you look at the landscape of Major League Baseball, who are some of your favorite contenders right now that we should see later on in the season that will be going for that title? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, the, the, the same old crew is, is going to be there. Uh, I think, you know, for the most part, um, you know, the Houston Astros certainly with the top end of their rotation, they're going to miss Verlander a little bit, but um, with the top end of their rotation, obviously, you know, a, a, a dynamic lineup, uh, you'd be dumb to, to pick against them. They're at least going to give themselves an opportunity uh, to go back and repeat, love me some Dusty Baker, one of my childhood heroes. So always happy for him. Troy Snicker, one of the hitting coaches. Uh, Brian Snicker, the manager here in Atlanta, son. Um, so a lot of a lot of good synergy uh, between Atlanta and uh, and Houston. Obviously, you know us getting our last one. Sorry to say it against y'all, Houston Astros. I love nothing more than to see a, than to see a, a rematch you know, uh, later on in, in October. Yeah, the same old cast is going to be there. I would think most of the, the teams that made it from the National League will be back again next year. The National League East is loaded. The American League East is loaded. I'd be interested to see uh, coming out of the West with you guys, the Texas Rangers, and yep, with yep. all the money that they have spent over the last couple of years, obviously bringing in uh, Jacob deGrom, who is – a monster brother when you get a chance to watch this dude go out and watch this dude pitch he is electric one of the most electric uh pitchers that i've ever seen uh in my lifetime so uh, it's gonna be interesting to see you know if if maybe some of the teams in the west haven't closed the gap on houston but i still put houston uh Maybe not head and shoulders, but at least a head uh, above everybody else there in the West. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the speaking of the West, and since we brought up the Astros, I wanted to bring up the Anaheim Angels. We, I mean, the Los Angeles Angels. We're sitting here watching the World Baseball Classic the other day, and you're seeing two of the most elite baseball players the world has ever seen going at it, and their team is terrible. Like why? <laughs> How can you have two guys like that? And you got the modern day Babe Ruth on your squad, and you can still never make it to the postseason. Or when you do, you never show up. What What do you think's going on in Anaheim for them not to be able to excel in the postseason? That's a good question. Uh, I think you have um, a lot can be said for. Um, the fact that so much payroll goes into two players, you know, and when you have so much money going into just two players, you're going to have some holes in your roster. And obviously that kind of uh, hamstrings you from the standpoint of addressing some of your needs, whether it be in the off season, whether it be at the trade deadline, because in order to plug some of those holes, you know, you gotta you gotta give up something to get something. At least give up something good to get something good. And you know, I mean, they're <laughs> they got a bunch of money invested in those two guys, and 
Uh, unfortunately, they they you know they got some some holes in the rest of their roster. They've done a good job, I think, this offseason of trying to plug those holes. They will be better coming, you know, going forward. But the fact of the matter is they're in the same division with, you know, the the reigning uh, World Series champs and, you know, uh, an owner in Texas that, I mean, I, 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 it looks like Jerry Jones is out there spending <laughs> The Texas Rangers. It's unbelievable how much money they're spending, you know, the last couple of off seasons. But it has yet to pay off. We'll see if it does this year. Hey, Chipper, I want to ask you about these new rules, man, for Major League Baseball. Everybody's really excited about Opening Day, but uh, new rules, restrictions on defensive positioning and pitcher step offs and pickoff attempts and bigger bases, and of course the pitch clock. People are saying basically it is going to be the this is probably the biggest change in baseball since integration. Some people are even saying like it's going to be a huge change in the game. What are your thoughts about the new rules? Hey, no cussing. We're on regular TV. I mean, regular radio. So this is, we're not satellite. I got you. I got you. We're not on serious. I got you. I'll keep. I'll keep it kid friendly. Um, I was down in spring training for two weeks uh, before I had to come back home. And to be honest with you. The one rule that I love the most is probably the pitch clock. I mean, we were in the seventh or eighth innings, you know, at two hours. I mean, it everything was just it's not it doesn't do much good for concessions because most <laughs> most most stadiums stop stop serving beer after the after the seventh. Man, you could be in the seventh hour and a half hour forty five minutes, you know, into the game. I thought it kept you know it's going. It's going to really enable pitchers to get in a rhythm. It's going to really enable defenders to uh, stay on their toes, be in a groove themselves. I really like the fast-paced game. Other than that, you know, the the base changes, you know, okay, whatever. Um, But the, the shift itself, I think, has really gotten the game back to... I hate to say it, it's roots in and of itself because now, guys, it's put the emphasis back on the single, the hit. It's not just about homers trying to launch it over the shift, the strikeouts, the walks. It's, It's not about that anymore. It's brought back some, uh, uh, you know, emphasis on getting the base hit. Now you can hit and run. Now you can, you know, steal bases. Now you can bunt. You know, I mean, it, it's it it really emphasizes trying to to put weight back in the batting average, and the single really counts now. And that's the one, you know, kind of the couple big takeaways that I that I took away from you know my two weeks in, down in spring training in Northport. Yes, yeah. I love that. I love the fact because I, I I talk to Rod about it all the time. I'm mm-hmm. like, guys, don't even try to hit the ball the other way. That's yep. that's the beauty of the game. That's the talent. And I understand guys are throwing a lot harder than what we were seeing. I know they're running it up there 100 miles an hour, but you still got to get your barrel to the ball and you got to make productive outs and productive hits. And that's the part that I was missing. And to back up what you were talking about, about Jacob DeGrom, I got a chance to go to spring training this year with the Rangers. So I got a chance to watch 
watch him pitch a little bit, him and Uvalde, and that's somebody else that is going to help that Texas Rangers uh, pitching staff get a little bit better, and they've got some help that is on the way. We're talking to Hall of Famer Chipper Jones. And, Chipper, before we let you go, man, I want to get your predictions. I want to look at it right now. I want to see who's going to be there. I know you're going to put the Atlanta Braves there, but if the Atlanta Braves are not in the mix, who will be coming out the uh, uh, NL and who will be coming out of the AL? Taking the um, taking the Braves out of the equation for me, uh, I would <laughs> as much money as they spent. You know, we were just talking about the Rangers. As much money as the San Diego Padres have spent, as much star power as they have. If they don't win it this year, I got to think some heads are going to roll out there in San Diego. I mean, they have superstars. They have pitching. They have bullpen. Um, they have a, a city that is starved for a championship. And what better way to try and keep some of those superstars out there than to, once again, beat the Dodgers in the playoffs, uh, overcome whoever you know comes out of the Central and the East, and then represent the National League in the World Series. I would have to say right now, if I'm not going with my boys, I would probably go with San Diego. And out of the American League, man, until somebody steps up and beats them, you know the New York Yankees can't do it. Year after year, y'all beat the crap <laughs> year after year. Um, I don't think anybody in the Central is really strong enough, man. Until somebody steps up and beat the Astros, I'm going to keep on taking uh, my boy Dusty Baker and and uh, and, the, and the Houston Astros. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on the radio with y'all. That would be my pick if I was talking to somebody in L.A. I love that. I love that. Love it, hey, Chipper, before we let you go, somebody asked me, and I think I know the answer of this. Somebody sent a text to me and was asking, who was the best golfer on the pitching staff when you played? And actually his daughter's name is Maddox because he named, uh, named her after his favorite pitcher on your staff. But I think I know the answer, but I want you to answer it. Who was the best golfer on that staff? Yeah, it's not even really close, to be honest with you. Uh, Smolsey is, you know, you see him on TV. He's played uh, in the uh, Senior U.S. Open, qualified for that, played in the Senior U.S. Open. He's normally finishing in the top five, if not at the top, in a lot of these uh, celebrity Lake Tahoe, uh, Diamond Resorts, uh, uh, tournaments between athletes and actors and stuff. So Smolsey was uh, Smolsey was far and away the best um you know glavin maddox were were pretty pretty similar although i'd probably give the uh probably give the nod to glavin in second place over maddox that's that that's that hockey in him he knows he's got that (laughs) hand-eye coordination he was a former hockey player who's your pick for the masters who's your pick for the masters like I said, man, you know, until somebody beats them, I gotta, I gotta stick with the hot hand. I gotta stick with a uh, an Austin boy and uh, Scotty Scheffler. Oh yeah, you know, what I mean, he's the number one player in the in the world right now, and you know, even though he didn't win the the match play this past week, still flexed his muscle, made it to Sunday, made it to the semifinals. He's a defending champ, although it's hard to defend there because you have so many distractions. I think you can pretty much 
count on him finishing in the top two or three. I would love, love, love um, to see Rory McIlroy uh, complete the the career Grand Slam. That would be, I think, a a great kind of, uh, you know, him kind of sticking it to the live players, saying, don't be coming (laughs) back on this tour. This is my tour now. Whenever Tiger's not playing, I'm the man. And, uh, you know, him stamping it with a career Grand Slam would be a, a really cool backstory. I love it, man. Nice. I appreciate it, man. As always, you always make uh, the listeners very happy when they get to hear your voice here in Central Texas. And as always, I appreciate you taking the time because that baseball knowledge doesn't stop. As I said, my man is a Hall of Famer, and uh, he got some knowledge. I want to break – my boy Rod wanted to ask you, Thought you was going to be the OC for Deion Sanders. He didn't on, go to man. Georgia Tech. He went to Colorado. I, I don't understand. I thought we were boys. You know, we, <laughs> we played in the outfield together. I called him up. I left him, you know, sent him that text message. He never texted me back, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said that, you know, we're all pulling for, for Deion to, to do good things out in Colorado. I'd love to see him take the next step in, uh, in his coaching career. No doubt, no Thanks, doubt. Jeffrey. As always, bro, thank you so much, and uh, I'll be looking forward to watching you and dealing with your Atlanta Braves and seeing if these guys can hit. If they don't hit, I'm calling you. <laughs> oh, oh they're going to hit. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, brother. Have a good one. All right, bro. See you. Thanks, right. Jeffrey. <laughs> wow. What do you say? Uh, they gonna hit? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm glad you asked the Dion question. Yeah, you threw that in there. Yeah, because uh, I was like, man, I know because uh, Colorado doesn't even have a baseball team, do they? No. Yeah, they don't have a baseball. Because there's been a movement now to try to get Dion to bring back the baseball team. Oh, they're trying to the do program. everything now that Dion's there. Everything. It's like, no, let the man. He said, "I'm yeah. trying to sit here and coach my team." They ain't coach the damn season. <laughs> they want to bring back the baseball team. Uh, great stuff there from Chipper Jones.